back in business in Wolverhampton, WV1. We are honored to be here, not just in Molyneux, but to be with the greatness that is Steve Bull. Thank you so much for stopping to talk with us here on our second season of WV1. So many things that we'll share with Wolves fans around the world, but it is so cool to see the family aspect here. And for you, as it permeates being part of the community to this day, what does it mean to you? It means a lot to me. You know, I mean, I've been here now nearly 40 years and uh, even though I could have been one of these fly-by-night things that's uh, just go for the money somewhere and go here, whatever. But this is a family club. It's an absolutely lovely club. It's uh, They treat you superbly here. You know, I'm not being biased. It's just one of those clubs. And uh, it's, like I say, it attracts people from all over the world. You mean, not just England itself and Wolverhampton, all over the world. And it is a, it is a lovely club. And we love sharing the message. One of your former teammates, Andy Thompson, joins Mikey Burroughs on great broadcast. You can hear throughout the world and then a Wolves Weekly show here on Wolves Radio. We love being able to share these stories and share it with you. When you think of um, great moments that you still reflect on, people must come up to you and tell you this, that, the other about what they remember about what you did. But what do you remember about something you did and how the fans perhaps reacted? I think uh, there's certain games. They always say, where's your favorite goal? Have you got a good hat-trick, what you've scored or whatever? But I think uh, the one that always sticks in the back of my head is when we played Newcastle 1990, New Year's Day. And we travelled up there uh, on a cut on coaches, the players did. And there's 3,000 Wolves fans flew up on Monarch Airlines. And uh, that was all there, dressed as snowmen, reindeers, taking it all in good humour. And uh, we went to our first half and it was nil nil half time. I thought, if we get a draw here, the fans will be happy. And uh, come second half, below and believe it, I score four goals and we win the game 4-1. I thought that's 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 going to stick in their, in, their, in their memories for for a long time. No better way than getting season two of WV1 off and running here at Molyneux than with Steve Bull. Thank you so much for being part of it. Anytime at all. Thank you. From Bully to Paul King, who leads the efforts for Wolves fan volunteers, which means a whole bunch. It's the heart of so much of how the club shares its glory around the world with the flags and the way that you've helped make all of this come together. That's one component of this, but it's a huge component. Please tell us about it. Mm. Well, we started, I suppose, well, I started about 20 years ago, and we slowly built up a bigger and bigger group to provide a, a sort of a human resources source for the club. So anything that they want in addition to the normal day-to-day running, we're, we're there if they need us. And that, that covers the flag waving on the pitch. We, we've just started to do a huge crowd surfer, which goes over the heads of the crowd. We, dis, we deploy that. Uh, and any time there's a special occasion, we, we're available to do displays in the stadium. And the, 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 the group put the cards on the seats and we just generally, we're there if they need anything special. So. Okay, so you're underselling it because what I saw was amazing. It's like spelling out Cody 300 across the stand and, you know, we're back in all its glory. And then an FA Cup where, you got to tell me the story here, I have come to understand that like sort of a hurricane came through Wolverhampton just before the match and it was like uh, let's turn this around quickly the Manchester United I think it was the third round and we'd managed courtesy of Russell to obtain these incredible metallic black and gold flags and the effect was going to be amazing so we spent well, pretty much they, they were late arriving. That was the biggest problem. So we were in the ground until three o'clock 
on Friday, well, Saturday morning as it was. We'd laid it all out. I'd done a, an image of the FA Cup in the South Bank in, in silver. And got it all done. We all went home. Russell and, and Charlie at the time helped. He was there, hands on. And we left it all laid out. Everything was fine. Obviously, in the meantime, this huge hurricane. Well, it, I think it was a hurricane at the time. But it was certainly classed as one. And that came overnight. And I thought, we left at three o'clock in the morning, as I said. I came up at about seven, the Saturday morning of the game. And I arrived in reception. And the guy on reception, he says, you just don't want to go out there. And I, I thought he was joking. I went down the tunnel and the site that greeted me, we had flags all over the pitch. They were, they were everywhere. And because they were metallic, they were tearing and we got the danger of health and safety saying if somebody steps on one. So instead of finishing off <coughs> the final touches, we had to spend the whole of Saturday collecting them all up again. Beautiful flags all had to go into the dustbin. Uh, but we, we managed to, I think we, we managed to get a few still there. And, and the image we've still got is OK, but it was nothing like what we planned. But uh, that was that was a good weekend, that was. <laughs> OK, so there's an alternate universe here to this story. And it's on the other side. You mentioned Russell, Russell Jones, Wolves general manager, who received the phone call from you. And he's here with us. And if from your recollection, the phone call of like, wait, wait a second. We I said, Russell, you better get down here quick. <laughs> so I, now I want to flip it over to what then happened. And, 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 and Russell, how did you guys respond? Um, well, look, it was quite a shock, to be honest, Lawrence. I think when I got there, I greeted Paul in reception and Paul, Paul managed my expectations a little bit before we went out and actually was with our marketing manager at the time, Charlie Johnson. And as we walked out onto the pitch, I don't think we could have been quite prepared for what we, uh, what we actually saw. Um, the groundsman, um, Wayne, came over to us. He, uh, he wasn't looking too happy, if I'm, if, if I'm being brutally honest. And then as he approached us, I think that he mellowed when he actually saw the shock and the expression on uh, mine and Charlie's faces. So he went from being a very angry man to actually quite a... Uh, humble and understanding the one pack of we're all in this together I think his words were I've actually mowed more gold than I have green so far this morning uh, and then fair play to Wayne he, he really got stuck in and, and helped us as well as the clear operation clear up operation went into full flow and and now you guys are all part of helping make sure that the spirit is very much part of the process in the That's South Bank exactly it. there is a spirit there and it, it's we're like a family uh, and I, I don't know another club like this, you know. Exactly. And there may be visual representations that are bold and exciting. I mean, Borussia Dortmund comes to mind with like wild things they do with banners and stuff like this in the Bundesliga. But when it comes to true heart that you can tell through television. Because we've been through it. We've seen the lows and we've seen the highs. And because we've seen so many lows, it makes the highs that much better. You know, and we can appreciate a win a lot more than Man City can because they do it all the time. What is the charter and how could somebody who wants to carry on this legacy help you and help be involved and keep lifting this? Just keep supporting the club and, and if they've got any ideas, anything and, and that, God bless Russell it, he, we, we, we go to a, a match day experience group and the, the club listens to what we say and a lot of the time they act upon it and they, they do they listen to the fans and you know this 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 is what makes it a family 
Because it, it isn't just a, a football club. There's more to it than that. And as I understand it, clubs have loyal fans everywhere across the UK, across Europe, even the United States with MLS clubs. Yet for Wolves to have this fan volunteers group is something special within the Premier League. And it, it, it's something that's different. Explain why that is. Because it's Wolves. And we wouldn't do it if it, it wasn't such a special club. You know, they, they deserve anything we can do. I mean, we feel privileged to be in a position to be able to do this. Nobody does it for anything. We don't want anything back. We just do it because we love the club. And we know that whatever we do is appreciated. So it's a great club. Well, the spirit is huge. And with all the folks that join us on WV1, I, I do like to ask a question that I ask it a lot. And, you know, and people who listen to this will say, like, you pretty much ask this every time. But in your mind, when you think of a moment or two that have really brought you into the entire spirit of it, and it could be anything really over any era, what, what are some of the memories that you have that have pushed your journey along? So many. In, in fact, Sir Jack Haywood, when he died... The, the tribute that the club put on for him, that was unbelievable. I don't know whether you've seen a video where his family came over and that's when we did the Sir Jack. But it was just, I, I just can't even explain it. It was so magical, you know, to, for, you know, just, just, you know, you could see how much Sir Jack meant to everybody. And you, know, you look around at the fans and these big burly guys in tears, you know, so... And that, again, it's, it's part of the club. It's the way the fans are. It's the bond. And, and that was one particular memory I've got, that tribute that they did. That was so well orchestrated. You know, wonderful. Well, as I think of what brought us here for this edition of WV1, it was the Play for Wolves Field of Dreams event where people from the supporters clubs around the world had a representative come and participate in a match that took place after the Wolves-Everton match and just the pride that everyone had that I saw participating in not just playing on the field but it's true. Tangible that pride is you can see it in people's faces and, and that, that comes with as I was saying supporting a club through thick and thin for the highs and the lows and you can't buy that. Well, for those of us supporting the club in parts around the world, not Wolverhampton, a heartfelt thank you to you for making the spirit so visible so that everyone who does come feels like they're seeing that spectacle that they watched on television now in person because it's truly remarkable. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us here on this season two of WV1. WV1.